0: The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. I'm joined in studio this morning um, by Deputy John McGuinness and Father Willie Purcell because today marks the 28th anniversary of the disappearance of local Kilkenny woman um, Jojo Dullard. Uh, she was last seen, obviously, just before midnight on this date in 1995 in Moon in County Kildare. She tried to make her way back Towards Callan as she was due to begin a new job. A case never obviously solved, and um, both gentlemen would have been very much aware of the situation. Father Willie, if I Mm. come to you first of all, um, I think what I'd like to come to you first of all is obviously as families with um, experience of loss or experiencing somebody missing, there's all of these very big anniversaries that come along, Mm. and each anniversary churns up the memories and brings another level of difficulty. Talk to me about um, JoJo's family and how they've managed over the last twenty eight years. Yeah, well,
1: I must say, and I know John would agree with me on this, and many of your listeners who have followed the story of JoJo Dullard would say that you know that JoJo's family have been absolutely heroic in all of this. Uh, uh, Mary, who died a number of years ago, who was JoJo's sister, you know, who fought. Uh, with, without ending, to, to try and bring Jojo home, who kind of faced down, you know, very strong political leaders, and John will tell you more about that, who went to the US and kind of, you know, met with people in John Jay College and and all of that to, to try and keep uh, Jojo's uh, memory and life still living. Uh, and it's, it's hard on a family. I mean, exactly as you say, Brian, This is the month of November. It's a month when we remember our faithful departed. It's it's a month when people go to the graves. It's a month when people put names in the church of of their loved ones. But for the family of Jojo and indeed for the families of, of all who are missing, Dean Roach and and many others, uh, that they don't have that they don't have that opportunity so when it comes to to an anniversary like today which is very significant for Jojo because it was a Thursday mm. it was the 9th of November it was 11.30pm in the evening time so you know when you look at all that and you see it and heading towards Christmas is that for Jojo's family they don't have the opportunity to grieve and mourn uh, as we have for our loved ones whom, whom we can lay to rest or we know where they are yeah. or, or, or even in the sense of knowing coming up towards Christmas where an emigrant is, that we know where they are and we know what they're doing and we know they're safe. But for Jojo's family, they don't have that opportunity. And, and exactly as you said, significant times that arise in relation not only to Jojo's life, but in relation to their lives is very, very different because they can't celebrate. They just wait. Mm-hmm. So it's waiting instead of celebrating and And for them, therefore, every phone call, every text, everything on social media, you know every contact from Angarda Yahana or from many other people is you know is is kind of uh, hopefully they're they're hoping. That, you know, this is going to bring good news about Jojo, uh, you know, as to where Jojo is or, you know, even what happened to Jojo. So you're right, there there's significant times and moments, but for for Jojo's family and for Kathleen and for all of them who are continuing, uh, you know, to keep Jojo's memory and to keep the search for Jojo out there. Um, that, you know, that there are significant times like today, which is extremely significant, that where they just, they're just waiting. I mean, I'm also joined in the studio by Deputy John McGuinness.
0: Uh, Deputy McGuinness, thanks for coming in to us this morning. Um, Jojo's case obviously only upgraded to a murder case in 2020. That was 25 years of a battle for the family to actually have the guards um, make that change in the case. How difficult, how much of a challenge was all of the um, efforts that the family made over that year those years um, to get the guards to look at it as a murder case rather than just a continuing missing person
2: I, I think the family um, particularly uh, Mary uh, would have uh, constantly searched and, and encouraged people to search for Jojo Dollard. I don't think the family would recognize it as a, a murder in those years so it's not as if anyone was remiss in examining the case and then declaring it to be uh, a murder investigation it was a case of spending the time searching for George Or going over the evidence appealing to people as we do every single year uh, yesterday in in the dial I raised it with the commissioner drew Harris. Uh, asking what is the up-to-date on the case, asking him to focus on it, and so on. And as I say, today, Willie and I are here uh, with you, again, highlighting uh, the whole disappearance of Jojo Dullard. So whether it's a search or a murder case, it is the same for the family. They don't have Jojo in their midst anymore. Uh, She has gone, and somebody out there uh, has the key to this case. Uh, and it is an appeal through this radio station and many others that we say to those that are listening, if you know anything, if you know somebody that you think might know something, bring it to the local Garda station. Tell them, uh, because Mary Phelan, uh, when she was alive, uh, she went everywhere she possibly could, including, as Father Woody has said, uh, America. John Jay College in New York, the Missing Persons Center in New York. Uh, she went to the FBI offices uh, and we learn more and more. That's, and that's more. huge
0: power. That's huge commitment from mm. from any individual. I mean, you're talking about going to the FBI offices in New York. I mean, how does anybody even... Uh, I suppose the loss of the fact that somebody in your family is missing changes Perspectives on things a lot, but it's just testament to the family that they've continued well, to drive.
2: I think they parked their lives really, um, and Mary took on the mantle of the person that was. The, she came the face of the missing persons families, mm. uh, and no, no project to highlight the missing, that the disappearance of George O'Dullard was too big for Mary. Yeah, I remember when she set out. To have a monument erected, Mary set her head, her mind on having that monument, national monument, in the Castle Park, uh, and a local artist, Anne Mulrooney, um, came up with the concept. We put the monument together, but Mary drove that project to the point where she faced down the OPW. She got the <laughs> monument into well, Kakenny Castle. She walk
0: into the FBI building something. <laughs> yeah, to, you know, yeah, yeah. LPW was probably the easy one. Uh,
2: and she insisted that the president, Mary McAleese, would be there to unveil the monument and to highlight it. And she had this quiet disposition, but yet a, ter- a really determined person. Uh, and she pursued everything to the end. But you mentioned the FBI. I remember going in there to the FBI offices with Mary by appointment um, with Mary and her husband, Martin. And it was extraordinary to sit in that room and listen to that woman from Callan explain what it means to a family to have a person go missing. Mm. And she wanted to know to the detail what you do over and above what we're doing here in Ireland to find someone that's gone, that has gone missing. And likewise, when we went to see um, two senators in Capitol Hill, when we got inside the gates of Capitol Hill, she looked to me and she said, do you know, she said, this is like the doll. Once, once you're in the offices, you can roam around. <laughs> so she roamed around and she found Hillary Clinton's office. Now, again, I sat in the room. I said very little because I was in awe of the two women having this conversation. One, an extremely powerful woman in in Hillary Clinton and the other, Mary Phelan, delivering that simple message based on the fact that she was missing a loved one and she was determined to find that person. And it was extraordinary Mm. exchange of of, of a, a conversation between two women two uh, powerful
0: women maybe in different countries. yeah cases, but yeah that's, both the very, very that's the point very um, powerful Deputy McGuinness I mean w- would you and I suppose the family uh, welcome the Sky documentary coming this weekend talking not just about the disappearance of Jojo but describing what they're calling the vanishing triangle um, six silent killings do you think that will be a benefit to uh, maybe triggering things with people who who might have something unlocking yeah. something in somebody's memory
2: m- m- most programs like that are initiatives was taken by a radio station. Even this interview has an impact. It, it recreates the the scene where JoJo went missing. Yeah. It brings people back to Moon. It brings it back to a simple girl coming home to her family and Callan starting a new job and being and, and disappearing. Yeah, and surely. You know that will trigger something with somebody but I think that more needs to be done in terms of the recreation of the disappearance, in terms of reminding people and that's why they use milk cartons in the US, they use flyers, they use all sorts of methods uh, to get the message out there and Mary was always insisting on uh, bringing in that technology where you can you know, see bodies in the ground where you can use dogs to trace them. She always spoke about recreating the disappearance from the point, from the, from the time that she entered that phone box in Moon to beyond that point and to question people over and over again. In fairness to the police, they've always turned up at the uh, monument, wherever we have an event, um, and they always uh engage with the family. Now they're currently engaging with Kathleen. Uh but again to go back to a point that you made, um it's someone missing from the family. It's 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 a day that opens and closes, you know, without without any success. Yeah. Um it's a day of sadness and trauma and reminders. Uh, and it can't be easy for them A little
0: bit later on in the show, in some 15-20 minutes time, we'll be talking to former lead detective in the case, Martin Walker he'll have obviously a lot of detail from the time and that might trigger something in somebody's memory as well. Just to come back to Father Willie for a moment, um, obviously people gathering in the castle um, this Saturday the 11th of November, that'll be a time for reflection and remembrance obviously as well
1: Yeah, uh, every year we gather in in the castle, we gather in the courtyard of the castle at 12 noon on Saturday and then we walk uh, down to the missing person's monument because again as john said this is a significant spot and this is this is not just a spot for for remembering jojo and for all the other missing per- people as well but but i've noticed particularly in summertime the numbers of tourists who make their way down to this particular monument and I've met some of them myself and including you know, a couple from Idaho who had lost their son, his son was missing and who were in Ireland visiting and came to visit the monument, so it's a very significant place that we have in the city of Kilkenny, but on Saturday again we gather with the Kilkenny Gospel Choir uh, we process from the, the courtyard of the castle down to the missing, person monument, missing Persons Monument, for just a time of reflection and a time of remembering judgment. but, you know, talking to Kathleen and the family and, and John and I would have constant contact with them but you know this is very important for them because sometimes you can feel on your own when you're facing loss or when you have questions and for them the gathering and and people surrounding them not just family members and relatives but but also the general public surrounding them with that level of support is not just encouraging to them for the present but it's uh, it's almost encouraging them to keep keep it going yeah, yeah. you know to keep it out there
0: well, I mean, what happened to Jojo and the other women who went missing within five years? It's such a short period of time for so many tragedies, so many missing people. Um, it's become known as Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. It's now been examined by a new series on Sky Ireland entitled Six Silent Killings. And we'll be speaking, as I said, to the retired detective in that case a little bit later on the show. Um, just before I let you go, gentlemen, um, Deputy McGuinness, uh, we were talking to Matt O'Keefe from Casey Laura's Farm show. We had the audio and the details from uh, the doll um, in relation to Dan Brennan's farm um, posted on our own website here yesterday um, th- obviously following the case highlighting it again in the doll you, uh, you also managed to get it into the orcust committee meeting um on policing uh, tell me first of all about the uh, the situation in terms of your very strong
2: support um of Dan Brennan in the Oireachtas the other evening yeah well I Going back over the years, I I have been out on the Brennan farm and I have seen uh, the devastation that this has caused to the Brennan family. You're talking about families again. Um, And Dan Brennan uh, and his wife and family are great farmers. They are uh, recognized as very efficient farmers uh, and very, very good farmers. And they're highly respected in their local area. Uh, And Dan Brennan, um, you know, uh, has taken issue with the Department of Agriculture and how they handled the investigation going back over a number of years, because certain aspects uh, of the investigation were not dealt with fully. Uh, Other parts of the uh, issue were not investigated at all. And Dan Brennan has raised that both here uh, with the IFA in the Dáil and he went uh, to Europe. Now, the interesting thing about this is you, you, you can fight a case and you, you know, you you point to the evidence of um, the trees not fully growing, cattle not fully uh, thriving, uh, big weight loss cattle that should be 1300 kilos being 200 kilos or 400 kilos um, and the, the, the failure of not so much the failure, but the damage to crops, trees and so on. Um, And you can have an argument about it. But the interesting thing about Dan Brennan's case is that as soon as a factory closed in that area, Dan Brennan's farm went back to thrive again. Mm. And he's now fully active, fully efficient. And all Dan Brennan wants is the recognition that he was right during those years. He wasn't a bad farmer. He was an excellent farmer. And it was an outside source ...that had caused problems to his land. So it was discussed at length uh, in the Oireachtas Committee... ...and also during the the debate. And the late Pari Welsh of the IFA always championed the case of Dan Brennan too. So we're hoping that, as I suggested uh, during the debate... ...that they would appoint three outside independent people... ...that they would review everything that's there... ...everything that has happened since the closure of the factory to now... And, and just determine what exactly happened on Dan Brennan's yeah. farm.
0: I mean, you've been very busy because, I mean, you also managed to get into the Oireachtas Committee on Policing and, uh, and query the lack of personnel on the ground in, in South Kilkenny. When's yeah. that going to change?
2: I don't usually go into other Oireachtas committees, but you, 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 you can. But yeah. I went in because I saw Commissioner Drew Harris there and Helen McEntee, the minister, was there afterwards. But I have received so many complaints about policing from the south of the county, right across from you know Pilltown, Winegap, uh, people worried about Bennetts Bridge, all of that area, and it's the presence that they talk about—the presence of police, or the they, lack of. Well, yeah, but yes, true. But they—they they want to see a presence. They want to see. Um, uh, they don't want them on every street corner, naturally enough. But they're 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 reasonable and and uh, understanding about it, but they are concerned, and older people are afraid in their homes. And they want to see some activity in the closed police stations that are out there. And that's what they're appealing for. And with crime rates going up, I believe that there should be a greater presence. There should be more members of the force down there. And they should at least be giving some sort of uh, skeleton presence in the different police stations where they were located. Uh, I think is essential. And I think that they have a right to uh, have community policing at the highest level. Uh, in that area and it's been neglected. I raised it a number of times a number of years ago in fact I raised it with Commissioner Drew Harris and that's why I went into the committee uh, and raised it again alongside the whole issue that in rural Ireland the drugs problem is completely out of hand Mm. we seem to have lost control over the um, prevention of the sale of every uh, type of drug And that has to be brought to an end.
0: And just to go back to the Dan Brennan situation, I mean, it it was clear from what the minister said, he was quite adamant, in fact, that the multi-agency investigation didn't really have any clear evidence to support the claims that you were putting forward. Um, But he has agreed to take another look at the files. Do you expect the look at the files to change anything?
2: One of the things I learned from Mary Phelan is you do not give up. You stay focused. And on Dan Brennan's case, It's not just me, it's the IFA, it's the local IFA members, it's his neighbours are focused on getting justice for Dan Brennan. And I can assure you that we will not stop until the issues on Dan Brennan's farm have been fully investigated and that he has been exonerated. That's what we want to do. Deputy McGuinness, Father Willie Purcell, thank you very much for your time. Thanks. We'll keep um, we'll keep following
0: it, John, and, and see yeah, um, how things uh, pan yeah. out. And, and
1: Brian, just, just sure. maybe one thing is that, you know, there may be people listening to this this morning, you know, who have information. Uh, they might have heard information in a pub or from neighbours or from somebody else. If anybody has information on Jojo Dollar, we would encourage them you know, to make that known to Angarda Siakana. Father
0: Willie really Purcell, well said. Deputy John McGuinness, Thank thanks you. for joining us this morning. The KCLR
1: Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on Smart Speaker.